So I think you have to check what's your natural tendency and then how do you make sure you're balancing that out? But it's inner work for the inner stuff. And I think it's using that inner work as leverage for the outer stuff. You have to let them work in harmony. You really do. I think some people are overly focused on their internal results and at the expense of their own bank account, quite frankly. And I've been there. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Um, how can we find the balance between external and internal results? It's a good question. I think, first of all, you have to start with what do you value most? Because usually what we value most is what we work on first. I think back, and Alan and I talked about this the other day, when I traveled and I made six figures in my mid-20s, I sacrificed so much of my internal results, my internal value to get the external results. So first of all, I think you have to, you have to check in with, okay, what do I value as a human being? I think that's the first thing. And I think there is a line of necessity, right? You can be the most balanced, aligned, calm, confident person on the inside. But if that isn't translating into something in the external world, it's going to be very hard for you to pay your bills. I used to tell Alan that all the time of, look, you're going to be the best speaker under the bridge, man. You're a really good speaker and you're really smart, but like we got to start making some money. We need some external results here or nobody's going to know what's going on. So number one, I think you have to figure out, okay, what do I value as a human being? And oftentimes I think, I mean, let's do this. Alan has to work harder on external results than he does internal results. Naturally, Alan will work on his internal results until the day he dies. I always was willing to work on my external results. I wasn't as hyper-focused on working on my internal results. So I think you have to check what's your natural tendency and then how do you make sure you're balancing that out. But it's inner work for the inner stuff and I think it's using that inner work as leverage for the outer stuff. What was the original question? <laughs> I could try to extrapolate it based on please, your answer, please. Kev, but I don't think I'm there yet, man. How can we find the balance between external and internal results? There's so many people who... Um, it's a spectrum. So there are some people who are on the... Like, take a Buddhist monk, for example. They say focus only on internals and, you know... You don't need any external results. And I think there's some spiritual validity to that. You know, uh, what was it? I heard this one time. I think it was Denzel Washington who said this. You're never going to see a U-Haul behind a hearse, right? You can't take it with you. So, so you know, that type of mentality. But then on the other side, there's the practical version that knows you want to have big, beautiful home and you want to be able to send your kids to the best schools and you want to have opportunities and you want to start charities and businesses and hire people. I mean, one of the main reasons why we want to create more revenue is so we can hire better team members and make sure everyone's compensated. And 
So I think you gotta, you gotta understand that both are important. And most people think only one are important. I think that's one of life's biggest challenges is that everyone thinks they're right and that means almost everyone's wrong. And, and I have the humility to realize that I've been that way too because it's, it's very difficult to simultaneously hold two ideas in your consciousness that are seemingly contradictory. So for example, work hard, working hard is so critical, but resting is also so critical. It's very hard to like integrate those for a lot of people. And so both are true. Both are true statements, but the, the deeper, better layer of that would be, you know, working really hard to be as productive as possible, but also resting while you need it. And so, so the answer to this outer and internal, you have to let them work in harmony. You really do. I think some people are overly focused on their internal results and at the expense of their own bank account, quite frankly. And I've been there, you know, and then I have other people who are overly focused on external results at the expense of their inner fulfillment and their relationships and their relationship with themselves and their ego and their inner work. And so, and I've been there too. And even when Kevin gave his answer, I was thinking to myself, well, Kev, I'm going to focus on inner work till the day I die because I'm making up for those first 26 years, man. I, I was overly focused on externals, admittedly. And I don't think I was a bad person. I think I was just very achievement oriented. And you got to understand yourself and then figure out where you're out of harmony. I was the same. So I hope you don't think I was, I was throwing oh, uh You're good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just think that's a good, you and I are such opposites that it's like, it makes sense. You and I came together to form this. Yes, it does. This coagulation. If you, <laughs> that was a pretty good, pretty good representation yeah, of it. I feel Yeah, yeah for sure. What's next name. How do you work past the subconscious dislikes that are holding you back from your true potential? My goodness gracious. Whoever that was, why don't you, you need to take it, you need to take it easy. It's good stuff. That is good stuff. You have to identify where that's coming from. Uh, Emilia and I were talking yesterday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday night. And I have extremely high standards when it comes to, so I'll tell this quick story. So there's someone that Emilia is looking to hire that, Amy, you know this, that messaged me on Facebook to get to Emilia. And then Amy texted me because Amy helps me with my social media. So it like got through the net for lack of better phrasing. Um, Amy and I have worked really hard to create a life where the right people who are eager to learn can get to me and the people who aren't can't. And Emilia and I were talking and it was like, holy crap, you should hire her because she managed to figure that that out and she's very persistent right but she was respectful and so to answer the original question here Emilia and I got into a a discussion about this and I got passionate we'll say that but not at Emilia it wasn't a fight or anything like that but it was a passionate discussion and I talked about my email hygiene and how I have all my notifications on my phone off and when we dug underneath the layers of this, we figured out why. So growing up, um, there was not a lot of boundaries around when people could call me and, and whether it was past friends or in college or my family, quite frankly, there were times where I was woken up in the middle of the night with a lot of drama and trauma, quite frankly. And so you have to identify what the root cause is before you're going to be able to proactively shift it. There is usually a deep trauma from your past or an insecurity or a limiting belief underneath there. 
And you have to identify what that is and where it came from before you can take that weed out of the garden. Yeah, I second everything Alan said. I think when something presents itself to you multiple times, and this is a fire, fire question. I was teasing about take it easy. This is an, an awesome question. You have to start looking at the lesson from the pattern. I can, I'll even use this today from Alan and I. When, sometimes when Alan and I have discussions and I get insecure over being wrong about something, I think my natural tendency is to look for dislikes in Alan. I just think that's the way I'm wired of like, ah, he kind of sucks anyway, <laughs> you know, like, but I've looked at those lessons long enough to say, is this an Alan thing or is this a Kevin thing? Is this an Alan thing or is this a Kevin thing? Is this an Amy thing or is this a Kevin thing? Is this a Taryn thing or is this the Kevin thing? And when you ask yourself that question long enough, I think you start to see through what your normal cycle would be of just saying, Mm, wrong, don't like it, done. I really think, Alan, that's why you and I are actually, we work together now because you didn't necessarily value the things that I brought to the table early on. I didn't value your intelligence early on and I had a subconscious aversion to that and you had a subconscious aversion to what I brought to the table. And you and I have been working on that, eliminating that through helping each other and through exploring our own insecurities and subconscious minds throughout this entire process. So, Getting familiar with it, number one, making friends with it, number two. And then I think as that question, as that opportunity to answer it comes up, you got to check in and say, okay, what's the normal pattern and what's the lesson from it? And you got to be hard with the questions that you ask yourself. Really, I think that's probably the best thing. Or ask somebody else for help. I think that's always super valuable, but ask yourself. Ask yourself why. Why, 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 why? Is this me or is this something else? What's happening, guys? My name is Alex, and I am a professional videographer who runs a production company out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, the one thing that I love about working with Alan is that right away he was able to come in and set up a system for me that makes sure that I am taking charge of my time and I'm taking the actionable steps that I need in order to progress towards my goals on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, he's always been great at giving me the information that I need exactly at the right time in order to progress to the next level when it comes to my business. And overall, I think he's just a great personality. When I get off the phone with him, I always find that I am energized. I know exactly where I need to focus my attention in order to progress. And I am getting the most out of what I do with my time. Fire, to Kevin's point real quick, the person who had reached out and gotten through to you texting me, AIM, that was an Alan thing, not a her thing. My frustration was from my past, not that person. And so I had to identify that in real time and go, oh, okay, this, this isn't, I'm not mad at this person. I don't even know this person. I'm actually kind of impressed, honestly, um, that she's that respectful but persistent about this job. She obviously really wants it. So that's a really good point what Kevin meant. Is this is this a me issue with my own insecurity or trauma or is this a and Emilia taught me this validate dissipate. You can either validate the insecurity or you can dissipate it and and like no this is not actually the root cause of the issue. Is it possible that achieving one's dream can start from an inside out approach as opposed to the outside in that you spoke about? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it's interesting though, cause it's both. It's, that's why this is so hard. It's both. On the outer side, you have what you want to achieve. Then you have how you're going to achieve it. 
And then you have who you have to become. And then on the even deeper layer, you have why. Why do you want to become that? One time, Emilia and I were on the couch and she was asking me all these whys. And Kev, we did this early on, the seven whys. I think it was from Dean Graziosi's book, which I have back here, Millionaire Success Secrets. But he talks about the seven whys when if you ask why enough times, you'll get to the root cause of something. And Emilia did this with me one night and I found out that one of the reasons why it's so important for me to maximize my potential is that I believe that I'm not grateful for my own life if I don't. It's almost like if I'm not maximizing my own potential, the deep subconscious belief I have is that I'm taking my life for granted, which I've done in my past and which I do believe a lot of people in my childhood were doing, quite frankly. And so you got to ask why. You got to ask why and you you have to understand okay, here's what I want to achieve. Here's how I'm going to achieve it. Here's who I have to become. And then why? Why do I want to become that type of person? And you really do need all of them. You can't just do one or the other. I, I We have some mentors from our past that are no longer mentors that only really cared about external results at the expense of their character. And we were like, nope. And then there's some people who we think their character is unbelievable. And we're like, oh my God, best person ever, but their results are terrible. So it's like, ah, they can't really learn from them either. So it, you, you really have to do both. Um, and you need to have clarity on all of those. And our online course, by the way, does start with clarity. And it talks about that. It's a great question. And Alan, you answered it very well. I I think it depends on what kind of pivot you have on your life because I think humans, most humans I think are externally driven in the beginning. And I think yeah. something happens and then you decide, oh, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So is it possible? I think, I think 100% it's possible. I think it would have to be a very unique set of circumstances for it to start that way because I think most human beings are externally driven because that is the world that we live in. Then if you mix in regret with near death, regret with an injury, regret with a raised awareness. I think that's oftentimes when people go inside and say, mm, if I could relive my life, I wouldn't have put so much emphasis on external results. I would lean more into fulfillment, happiness, and, and really lean into myself. So is it possible? I'm sure it's probably possible. I don't think I've seen a lot of examples of it. So that's that would be my answer. One more, Aim. Okay. Um, what is more important in the pursuit of your dreams, the process or the why behind it? Mm. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'll start Alan so you can think about yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks. Alan's going to say the process. I think, I think maybe <laughs> I'm going to go with, they are just as important because a, again, we are blessed to know some people who have a very, 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 very incredible why but they don't have a process or a strategy behind that why to carry them. It's like um, if you if you have a hot air balloon that does not have any fuel to make it to go up, it's just going to sit there. So it might be a beautiful hot air balloon that has the potential of changing lives and showing people amazing views. But if it doesn't have anything to get it up in the air, it's going to be in trouble. And I think that oftentimes a why without a strategy is. I don't want to say it. I think it puts people in a weird position where they have all of this passion and purpose, but they don't have any vehicle to get it out there. They don't know how to do it. I would say they're they're both 50% of the equation because without 
one, it's going to be very hard to maximize the other one to the to the optimized level. That's what I would say. Uh, this is a tough one, um, and it's really good, and, and I didn't plan on this, but we're going to talk about the monthly meetup uh, May 5th, so it's three days away, Thursday. And we're going to go deep into this exact thing, but here's what I would say. Who, what, when, where, why, they are all equally important. And the reason I say that is because you need all five to succeed. I know some people who know who they are, but they don't know what they want to achieve. I know some people who know what they want to achieve, but don't know who they are. I know some people who know what they want to achieve, know how and know who they are, but don't know why and and don't know where to start. So you really do need all five. We learned this in grade school, uh, who, what, when, where, why, and persons, places, things, and ideas. And those four, five questions of who, what, when, where, why... And persons, places, things, and ideas really do encapsulate the entire universe, if you think about it. Um, They are all equally important, and you need all of them to be at your maximum potential. Most people have a couple, but put it this way. Think about it. uh, Who, what, when, where, why. If you know exactly who you aspire to be and who you are now, and you know what you want to achieve and why you want to achieve it, and you know where to start and how to do it, you're going to be far better off than someone who only knows their why. So you really need to, if you want to 5X, 10X, 100X your results, both in terms of self-awareness, learning, maximizing your potential, greatest level of contribution, quality of life, you're going to have to really realize it's no one thing. There is no one thing. There's no one size fits all to personal development. That's why I love one-on-one coaching because I can take an individual, figure out, oh, okay, this person knows their why, but they don't know their how. I'll tell this quick story. I was on the phone with a client and she said, you know, I really just don't feel like I'm self-aware enough. And I was like, "Mm, no, 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 no. Statistically speaking, you are one of the most self-aware people I've ever met. And by the way, you've spent the last three years on that. Honestly, the reason why you don't believe in yourself as much as you need to is because you just don't know how. Imagine your car breaks down on the side of the road and you have no idea what's wrong with it. You don't know how to fix it. Of course, you're going to have uncertainty. You're going to have to call somebody. So I said, honestly, your, your bottleneck, in my opinion, is you just don't know how. You want to build this multi-million dollar business and you don't know how to do it. Here's the books. Ever since then, she's been hammering business books regularly. So you have to identify which one of those is your is your lower number, your bottleneck, and we'll help you do that on May 5th. Seriously, um, that's exactly what we're going to do. Next level nation, Alan mentioned this. It was a little precursor. Makes it easy for me to transition into it. We have a free online course, totally free. Imagine if you didn't have the time to go listen to all 1,000 or soon to be 1,000 episodes of our show. We have taken the major lessons that we have learned over our years of self-improvement. We have put it into an easy to digest course. You can download it. You can save it to your laptop, your computer, download the worksheets and take it at your own pace. Everything you need to know is in the show notes and or the link below. Please sign up. Totally free. No strings attached. Also, if you know Kevin and I's story, you know that uh, we both grew up without fathers. And so we started something called the Next Level Hope Foundation. It is a charity for boys without fathers on a traditionally sad day, Father's Day. We're going to put boys without fathers together and we're going to do dodgeball and we're going to do potentially basketball, sports. We're going to rent out a YMCA and we have a GoFundMe. I think Amy put the link in the chat and or comments. So $500, Kevin and I will match. So our goal is $500 on GoFundMe and we will match that. So $1,000, 20 boys is what we're working on. And we're going to have t-shirts that say the future is next level. And it's going to be awesome. So 
please contribute. If you are interested in contributing, you can go right to GoFundMe. I think we're at like 285. Thank you so much for the five donors so far. Uh, this is a initiative that we plan to double the impact every year. So this year we're starting with 1,000. Next year will be 2,000. The year after will be 4,000. And it'll be doubling the amount of boys without fathers that we impact. Because Kevin and I just grew up always wishing that we had strong, character-driven male role models. And quite frankly, we just didn't. And um, we want to make sure that those boys feel loved on a day that is just traditionally very sad. Yes. And shout out. Thank you to everybody who has donated and we will match like Alan said, 500 and uh, Alan's going to be running basketball. I will be running dodgeball because I got a <laughs> hell of an arm and I cannot shoot a basketball to save my life. Next level nation. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for being part of this journey at NLU. We do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.